Hey, thank you for joining. I'm just going to wait for some more people to start uh, coming in and then we'll get started. Thank you all for joining. We're just going to wait a little bit longer for some more people to join. Okay, uh, so guess um, we'll get started. Um, thank you for joining. I, uh, my name is Jonathan Scott. Uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna start with um, I'm gonna st start with just a, l a little introduction about um, about myself and, and um, give a little bit a little bit of background, and then we'll we'll go into the topic. And uh, so uh, so I'm a mobile security engineer. And a researcher, and I've been in this industry for over 13 years. Um, so in 2019, I started a business, and I employed over 10 people. It's a security engineering business, and um, and my business sold iOS and Android products to private, public, and government um, entities around the world, and uh, specifically um, dealing with uh, iOS forensics, um, Android forensics, and uh, and, and tools to um, to identify devices and, and diagnose them and and find uh, you know, find uh, you know, irregularities specifically and uh, so I've I myself has have um, consulted uh, with the U.S. government specifically pertaining um, to iOS forensics uh, was was my consulting work and uh, so in my educational background is uh, I have a master's degree from Colorado Technical University in computer science, specializing in cybersecurity engineering. I was recently dismissed from my, my, my PhD computer science program due to some disclosures that I, that I released. And that, uh, it was, we may, we may jump into that a little bit later, but, um, for, for right now, um, you know, it, it I'm seeking uh, a new PhD program, and I'm hopeful that uh, I'll be accepted uh, this coming week uh, to a new program. But uh, that's a little bit of my educational background, uh, a little bit about me, and um, so you can just kind of have an idea of, of where I'm coming from and my expertise in the field. Um, it, so why am I doing this is the question. Um, you know, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Alberto... Thank you for joining, Alberto. I'm gonna uh, invite you as a co-host because <laughs> it, it can sometimes, I can sometimes get overwhelmed. And uh, Alberto is, is, a, is a friend of mine. He's, he's an amazing security engineer. Um, just uh, he, he's a legend on this industry, and uh, I'm thankful that uh, that he's here to support. Um, right. So why why am I doing this? And this is this is not my first disclosure. Uh, this is you know. <laughs> Again, I said so I'm glad Alberto was here because we, Alberto, Alberto and I have talked about this for wow, this is going over going over a year now, and um, and why uh, it, why this is not this is not a a field that 
or, or even a, a career path that people may may think to uh, is glamorous, right? It's not glamorous at all, right? So that there's there's a lot of scrutiny. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are involved in in, in doing these kinds of disclosures. Um, you know, the the Alberto once once called me and he says, let me he says let me let me tell you what's about to happen next. He said this mirror campaign is going to start. They discredit everything that you've ever done in your entire life. The death threats are going to come. They're going to call your employers. They're going to call your universities. They're going to do everything that they can to cancel you, just take you out completely. They're going to accuse you of things that you've never done and try to have you arrested. I mean, he, he just walked me through the list. And, and sure enough, all of these things started happening. And um, Alberto and I have actually spoken about this many, many times about this is not... This is not something that, that you choose to, to get into because you're going to be getting money, you know, being paid by people and, and glamorous, like, you know, celebrity status, none of that, um, which I want to go into uh, people actually asking, uh, do I work for the NSO group? Do I work for the government of Rwanda? Do I work for Spain? Um, you know, do I work for you know, any other government um, that's that's you know, in power that's, that's paying me? And, and the answer is no, I don't work for NSO group. I've never been paid by them. I've never been given gifts by them. Uh, you know, I've never, I've never had anything from them at all. Um, I don't work for the, the government of Rwanda. I don't work for the government of Spain. Uh, I've never been paid by any government um, that's, that's not my own government, right? Um, and, uh and we have receipts for this, right? It, you know, this is, uh, you know, I created software for a publicly company who then sold the software I created to government agencies. Um, they handled all the transactions. So this is how, you know, all these receipts are, you know, I've been willing to share with journalists. Um, it's important that we have this, this disclosure because there are fears being spread around the world and, this is something that isn't essentially we have to we have to come to understanding why these fears are actually being spread and 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 what can we do to to prevent them i was talking to a journalist and uh and this journalist said that there there are three that, that there is god the stars and citizen lab specifically what the journalist said and it took me back because that's that's how revered this this organization god stars and citizen lab i mean they, they can't do any wrong essentially and and it and it really it really irked me because there is no question that when citizen lab releases something they are well essentially they're correct one second, let me actually, and we'll get to we'll get to um, we'll get to to questions, um, you know, after after you know, go through a bunch of things, but uh, so so after talking to this journalist, I was just you know kind of taken back and thought, wow, this is really the way that the world sees this this organization, and there's very few people that speak out against it and the, uh, them, uh, and and you know, Amnesty is more of an organization that people speak out against, but not the Citizen Lab, right? They they're the premier spyware institution in the whole world is is this is, is what the world is saying and why is that
Why are they the premier spyware you know, investigators of the world? So when the Catalan Gate report came out, it was the biggest disclosure of and finding of, uh, of, of civil society being targeted by NSO Pegasus spyware, allegedly. 65 people were said to be targeted with, with NSO Pegasus spyware. That's an extraordinary amount of people targeted by spyware, more than we had ever heard of before. And I had already been critical of uh, Citizen Labs' work and even way before the, this Catalan Gate report came out, and this even put me further into questioning of, of their methodologies, of the facts that were being presented to the world. And this is, this is where many of the, the, uh, the things that, uh, that you're hearing about now uh, and, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, the world conflicts are, in Spyware community are, are coming about because um, I have uh, I've published a report you know, um, disputing the claims of the Catalan Gate report uh, in Spain and um it was it was it was something that that allowed people to to research for themselves and kind of open their eyes to what's actually happening now i'm going to get to the catalan gate report after we speak about rwanda and 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 uh and um and korean kanemba but i want to i want to preface all of this with i'm i'm not i'm not this is not a partisan conversation i'm i'm not speaking uh, I don't have information or, or knowledge about, you know, conflicts happening in, in the country of Rwanda. Um, it, it's, you know, I not that I'm disinterested. It's just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a scientist, and I want to present factual information for for everyone to understand, and and disseminate on their own. Um, you know, my my personal views on 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 things after I'm, I'm educated about about. Th- uh, you know, politics are my personal views, but but I just want to preface it by saying I won't be sharing that um, in this conversation, and uh, which is it's going to be it's important to note that even the um, the short article that I released about Karine Kanemba is it's not a partisan based article. It it actually speaks nothing about um, politics in Rwanda uh, at all, um, and and that's very important to to note. All right, so. Um, we we can we can go forward. Do, uh, Alberto, do you have anything to say before we go forward? I guess not. And can can I get an acknowledgement from everybody if you can hear me okay? Just I guess tap on a a heart or something <laughs> or a clap. Yes. Okay. All right. All right, thank you. Okay, so we're going to continue. So we've established uh, I don't work for any any government uh, entity. I don't work for the, the government of Rwanda. Um, and uh, so what, is, what, what do we know about the Kareen Kanemba uh, case? So I... I, I I've been learning so many things about this case, and, and it just it just seems to be such a a big um, a big mess of, of of events that just that don't quite add up. 
But it, initially what we know is that um, in July of 2021, Amnesty International released uh, a report stating that they had found um, they had found that uh, Korean Kanemba's phone had been uh, targeted with Pegasus spyware. And I also released that, uh, that her cousin had been uh, targeted with Pegasus spyware as well. And again, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's politics around all of this, um, but, but we're going to be focusing on you know, the facts of, of, of the matter. Um, so, so I was set out to understand, um, I, I, I wanted samples. I wanted, so how, how did I get involved with just this case specifically? So I, and, and I'd recommend people read the, uh, the, the medium post that I, that I, that I wrote. It's called NSO through the veil. And, um, and you'll find it in my, in my Twitter feed, but I, I needed samples to help to help my research. I needed spyware samples, and uh, during the Catalan Gate um, uh, issues, let's just say global issues, the director of the Citizen Lab, Ron Debert, had issued a statement saying that they will not release samples to anyone because there is uh, privacy concern uh, with the participants of their research. So I messaged the participants of their research who were publicly named um, by the media outlet Hertz and I let them know who I was I let them know uh, you know my my educational background I let them know my you know my, my area of expertise and then I waited for I asked them if I could petition uh, citizen lab for the samples that, that were taken from their mobile devices so that I could research them for myself and understand, um, you know, how they came, how Citizen Lab came to the conclusion that there was Pegasus spyware infection on their device. Kareen Kanemba was one of the people that I, that I messaged. And uh, it, it, it was about maybe two weeks later after I had messaged on Twitter and um, that, that message is public uh, on what I, what I sent, uh, that I got a response back. The response said that, that she was happy to connect and uh, gave me her contact information and that uh, she had she would email me the forensics report that was sent to her by Amnesty International. Now, th this is important because Amnesty International was part of the was an or one of the organizations that was said um, to have confirmed. Uh, her her mobile device to be infected with Pegasus spyware. So, in in so this 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 again this infection was confirmed in 2021, and uh, I received this message from um, from from uh, Karine Kanimba and, and in it was it was, it was May, uh, yes about yeah May 2022 of this year. And so, uh, but I was working on my Catalan Gate report, so I didn't have um, the availability to forensically, um, you know, research the results that she had that she had sent me. And by the time that uh, when I was finished with my Catalan Gate report, that's when I started to investigate the report that she had sent me. She had sent me a PDF, and the PDF um, said certified. It said certified. Um, 
Amnesty Forensic Methodology Report. And uh, when I when I saw that when I saw the report, I was I, I gotta admit I was I was I was rather disappointed because that that report was the exact same um, report that was publicly available um, for for the world to see. And Amnesty had published the exact same report. So I was thinking, what is the difference? Like, what, why, where, where are the details? Where are the details of the report? I was expecting something that was just, honestly, I was expecting something confidential. So, and it was, it's literally the exact same report out to the public. Um, and this is what, and this is what she said. She said, if you look at the report and then you search for my name, she says, then you can see the traces that were associated to her mobile device. This one mobile device, singular mobile device, one mobile device, and this is very important. Um, there's no mention of two mobile devices, or no no mention of any of any of any, you know, uh, iPads, anything like that. I'm I'm very specific on on in my message, you know. We're looking for you know, Pegasus spyware on your mobile device. Now, when I started looking into the the details of this um, of this forensic methodology, of course, this is available to the public that people could have seen, um, you know, quite some time ago. Um, this is when everything started to 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 un unravel and inconsistency inconsistencies in methodology inconsistencies in timeline uh, started to to show up what further allowed me to 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 put my um, put to gather my information and, and come to to conclusions um, what were the uh, was the testimony that she gave with John Scott Railton at the US House Intelligence uh, Committee and this was back uh, in July 27 2022 and during this testimony in front of the U.S. House Intelligence Committee, Karine Kanimba said that in Febu February of 2021, Citizen Lab, Amnesty International, and Forbidden Stories had approached her and said, we believe that your mobile device is infected and we'd like to run a forensic uh, analysis on it. Now, I want to actually quote, and this is a quote from the uh, from from her uh, testimony in, in the U.S. Uh, House Intelligence Committee. It says, in February of 2021, I was contacted by a collective of journalists called Forbidden Stories, working with Amnesty International and Citizen Lab on the Pegasus Project. They had reason to believe I was being spied on. They asked to conduct a forensic analysis on my phone, and I agreed. It then was discovered that Pegasus surveillance had been used to target me. I was mortified to learn that I was a victim of this powerful surveillance malware. All right, so we have established a timeline that is, that is a testament you know, to the United States government that February is when her mobile device was, um, was confirmed to be infected. And well, we so I so before we get into to a really interesting part of, of all of this with the timelines, the science part is 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 something to 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 note. When the when the the first public announcement that Karine's phone had been infected with Pegasus spyware was released, 
This was back in July of 2021. And along with this disclosure, Amnesty International also uh, released a tool called the MVT tool. Now, this MVT tool is a tool that is uh, supposed to be able to detect a Pegasus spyware infection on your mobile device. So uh, at the time when it was released, it was it was um, it was it was a revolution, essentially, right? Like people were just this is amazing. We can finally detect if we have Pegasus because it's been running through the world. Well, this tool started to see people started to get false positives with this tool. And uh, specifically, um, you know, a, a reporter um, mentioned, hey, I just ran the MVT tool that was released, uh, you know, along with the, the Korean Kanimba report, and I received a false positive on my mobile device. At the same time, this, and this was Zach Whitaker, um, who, um, a journalist, Zach Whitaker, who actually publicly posted this, um, saying that he received a false positive. Another security, a mobile security engineering firm, ZecOps, um, posted a, a tweet saying, uh, letting the, the people know that they found uh, a false positive identifier you know, after using the MVT tool, specifically the um, a diagnostic uh, D service that runs inside of an iPhone. And they t told the general public, do not worry about this. It's it's you're not infected with Pegasus. This is a default iOS service that runs inside of your phone. They said we've contacted Amnesty so that they can make the correction. And uh, and then shortly after, they contacted Amnesty. Amnesty actually released a uh, correction for their MVT tool, and they removed this false positive indicator. Uh, diagnostics team. So, uh, how I can best explain it, uh, and, and I and I, I and I show um, you know what this diagnostics um, uh, service is, uh, it, and essentially we it's it's a way for you to uh, a view and output of the device um, logs, and uh, and and it it, it just a uh, yeah. It, I posted a GIF uh, because I had done a video specifically on this, on this service. Um, I, I've done an iOS forensics video explaining how this service works, and so I took a clip from my video and made a GIF, and it shows a whole bunch of scrolling text um, that that shows all of the diagnostics that are happening inside of the device. Um, th this is this is a this is normal iOS um, service that that just comes with it comes with the operating system and can be triggered. Um, by a user, you know this is nice. It's uh, you know after after a trusted connection, uh, then the user can trigger this and they can you know, view the services that are running on the mobile device. This is very normal behavior. The importance of me saying this is that the forensics report from Kurt that was that was get, presented to the public and presented to me by Kareen. Um, Includes this D service, and it, it's the the challenges that Amnesty had removed has, has Amnesty has now removed moved this service that was claimed to be malicious, and they claimed that this service was a Pegasus spyware service, 
and um, and 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 Citizen Lab was said to have confirmed that all of these the they confirmed and they were peer reviewed the methodology and and work of Amnesty. Um, so now we have two entities saying that this this forensics report, which is far from a forensics report, it is is not a forensics report whatsoever. Um, it, but we'll just go with the with the rhetoric that they that they say for now. Um, it this 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 false positive is included in this report. It's never taken out. That's the thing. This this false positive is never taken out of the report. So let's fast forward to when uh, Kareem Kanemba, John Scott Railton from Citizen Lab are presenting to the U.S. House Intelligence Committee. That same false positive result is delivered to the U.S. House uh, Intelligence Committee, even knowing that that is not an indicator of compromise. It's been removed, but yet it's still presented. And it's still present, and furthermore, uh, it's present. This is presented um, to the European Parliament as well. And and I'm I'm just I'm just rather in shock. I'm, I'm thinking, how can you do this? Right? It, it's this is deception, right? It you're you're claiming that this is something that they have found to be true, when they themselves have taken out this indicator of compromise, and and this is this is this is in document this is in documents all over the world, and we know this is public information that that, that it's it but it's a very niche community this the spyware community, and the information security community that actually researches this type of of um, you know malware is very very small, and the and then it even becomes even more specialized in the people that are actually able to identify processes and understand the processes in iOS devices. And and this is this is why I I believe that um, the world is is just accepting what Citizen Lab and Amnesty International are saying because there is very few people that are specialized in this type of investigation. So where the world is presented with with this this uh, report that has contains a false positive. Now, I think I, I'd like to attribute it to saying, well, we, we so we, we understand that uh, that there's a false positive, but what's the impact? Of course, the Citizen Lab at Kareen Kanimba have accused the Rwandan government of using Pegasus spyware to to spy on on our and specifically, this is why she's giving her testimony to the U.S. House Intelligence Committee. Now, the impact this has is that uh, a congressman suggested that um, we place sanctions, the American government placed sanctions on Rwanda for spying on an American citizen. And 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 while I'm watching this, this um, you know this, uh, this unravel. You know, live on TV, I'm just over here thinking, my God, what is going on? Like, what is happening? Like, we're going to sanction a country for while while you've presented false positive results, and you've not you've not let the U.S. government know, you've not let the world know 
that what you're presenting has a false positive result in it. it, it it's, it's criminal. I can't imagine, I can't imagine what's like for, for people in, in, in the Rwandan government. Just, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's crazy that Rwandan people even like just going through all of this. I can't imagine because, yes, it, it, the U.S. you know provides some support. Um, again, I, I'm not familiar with 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 what's going on in Rwanda politics, but in American politics, if if we if we've said to if we we're taking resources away from a country, um, it, it there there's a lot that. Uh, that has to go into to that decision and there was no due diligence when that when that decision was even suggested during this committee um, hearing and that's that's very disheartening and and um, discouraging for for uh, i'm sure a lot of people myself included why is there no due diligence why was there no due diligence when when this report was was given to to the U.S. government ent- entity, and uh, why was there no diligence, um, you know, performed when it was given to the European Parliament? And these are answers that we we need. We can, if you can imagine that you have been accused of a crime, and you're being convicted of a crime that you know that you didn't commit. And evidence is being withheld. Evidence is being withheld that says that that can prove your innocence, right? Now people are going to say, "Well, there's a lot of other indicators of compromise, a lot of other ones." Well, but there's no facts to back those indicators of compromise. There is not there. There are no facts at all that can corroborate those indicators of compromise. And I want to give an example of a few indicators of compromise. This is, and, and I write, I write this inside of my, in, in, in my, my, my article, NSO through the veil. Um, of course, we have the diagnostic D, which is an indicator of compromise, saying we find this inside of a device. If we find diagnostic D inside of a device, you, you're, you're infected with Pegasus. That's just exactly what this means. And then inside of the, my, in my article, I also reference, now. now <laughs> Diagnostic D is, is specific, right? It's this is what we're looking for. And then we have things that were said like this. Traces from zero click attack attempt over iMessage. Attack related push notifications over iMessage. Process crash detected. And for anyone that knows anything technical about about it, you know, about this this topic, my mind is blown here. We're presenting to the world. Can you t- so essentially we're saying? Can you tell me the things that you've identified, the process that you you have identified to determine that this device is infected with Pegasus spyware? And the answer to that is attack-related push notifications over iMessage. The answer to that is trace from zero-click attack attempt over iMessage. And the answer is process crash detected it gives us no information it, this is not what a forensics trace is is supposed to be like and this is important to understand and and I, and I i i give an example 
of what a proper forensics analysis trace looks like. A peer-reviewed, not that I'm a big fan of peer review, but to just just for you know the academics here, um, I, I give I, I link a, 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 an article uh, or, or or a peer review yes a peer-reviewed article that's published in a journal entitled "Forensic Analysis of Wi-Fi Communication Traces in Mobile Devices." It's very concise. It's very clear. This is this is this is how mobile forensic analysis should be performed, but yet. It's not what we're given in this report by Amnesty and, and validated by Citizen Lab. We cannot even trace something that has the word traces in it, right? We cannot follow a path like, like we're, we're dead in our tracks. Was, we literally have no path to go to trace the infection. It's not possible. And, and this, is, this is a big concern. Let me give a little bit more context about how this device is actually being identified as malicious. So I did a study, specifically while I was working, um, uh, you know, on, on releasing information about my Catalan Gate report, and I was able to create false positive results using the MVT tool, which is the tool that was used to identify Kareen's phone as being infected with Pegasus. Now this is the word these are the words from Amnesty. This is not these are not my words. They specifically state that they use the MVT tool in order to um, identify uh, identify um, malware inside of uh, Korean's device. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually quote it. Give me one second to get to it. All right, they say, therefore, through this report, we are not only sharing the methodology we have built over years of research, but also the tools we created to facilitate this work, as well as Pegasus indicators of compromise we have collected. Amnesty International is also releasing a tool we have created called Mobile Device uh, or Mobile Verification Toolkit (MVT). It's modular tool that simplifies the process of capturing and analyzing data from Android devices. And analysis record and, and analyzes records from iOS backups and file system dumps specifically to identify potential traces of compromise. Furthermore, they state this very specifically. They say while iOS devices provide at least some useful diagnostics, historical records are scarce and easily tampered with. These are the exact words from the the forensics report that was released to the public and given to me by Kareen Kanimba. So this is really important because we, we do have, so this goes back to my research with the MVT tool not being a good uh, indicator for compromise because it can be easily manipulated. And not just, I was not the only security researcher that, was, that, that, that released a proof of concept. This is publicly available in my GitHub repository. Um, and I believe it's it's in, I believe it's titled uh, spyware um, Pegasus spyware false positives. And I was not the only security researcher that had put together a proof of concept. There was another security researcher before me that released a proof of concept that uh, it was different from my methodology to create a false positive result. Um, but they were able to create a false positive result with with the MBT tool, and 
the world didn't care, right? The world didn't care that this this was out there. Um, but when I released the Catalan Gate report, I th people started to question, and then they started to care that, wait a second, how how is this possible that you're using a tool to identify a device that's infected with Pegasus spyware when it can be easily manipulated? Let me give you an example. In the case of Spain and Catalan Gate, these websites were, were, were listed in a Citizen Lab report. I'll give you a specific one, 123tramites.com, which is a website that I actually purchased. I purchased this website because Citizen Lab said that this website was 100%. They said this the only it is the only website that is 100% fingerprint for their Pegasus analysis, which is meaning like they know for sure, without a question, that this domain is malicious and is and is an active indicator of compromise. It's actively malicious and actively infecting people's devices. But I purchased it. If you go to it right now, 123tramines.com, you can actually see it's mine. But yet it's it, it was delivered to the entire world saying, no, this is malicious. This website is malicious. And I was just, I was in shock. I was like, are you kidding me? This website, when, when you released this report, this, this website had been expired for over four months. Why are you saying that this, this is an indicator of compromise? And it did not make sense to me. So the experiment that I, that I did to, 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 to show that, you know, or well, actually to, to help my hypothesis, um, of, of being able to uh, produce a false positive was I asked participants throughout the world to send a message to themselves specifically, specifically sending the website 123tramites.com to themselves. Just, just send a message to yourself. Then once you've sent that message to yourself, run the run the MVT tool, plug your iPhone in, and I gave them step-by-step -step instructions. And all of the results for everything that I'm talking about are in are on my uh, GitHub page. Um, and if you look at the wiki section, you'll actually see all of the participants' information and the results that they that they received. Um, you'll also see the disclosure that I gave them. I said I was I will let I'm going to release this to the public. I will redact your names, but I'll also you know give you all of your full information. If journalists or government entities um, need to research this, I, I, all of that disclosure is there, and they've all agreed to this. This is all um, open information, and the the original or original documents that I sent them are all available on the GitHub as well, and. Every one of the participants that was actually able to um, to run the test came back as as positively infected with with Pegasus spyware. Every single one of them. There was one case where the participant was not able to um, perform the 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 test because they didn't have enough space on their on their device. They didn't have enough space to actually have to have a backup of their device. And, and that's listed. Now, this is very important as well because this is a real scenario. A real scenario state, say, 
that you've filled up all the space inside of your phone. You, and this is very common, you know, I've done it myself, right? Videos, pictures, et cetera, music, things like that, um, that you can't actually take a backup of your phone. Now, it's interesting that we don't ever see these kinds of results or these kinds of issues come up in an amnesty report or a citizen lab report. So every one of these people from civil society apparently don't ever use their phones for photos or videos or they don't ever use them for, you know, uh, for notes or listening to music. They just, you know, they don't ever do that. It, it, it's, it's one out of nine participants in my study had this issue. But out of, but out of 1,800 people allegedly, or 1,850 people allegedly with infected with Pegasus spyware, we've seen zero. We've seen zero that have had any trouble um, being, you know, running the, their phone through an MVT tool. It's 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 a little it's a little alarming, quite frankly, that every single result has that they've ever. Everyone that they've tested has come up back positive um, for these indicators of compromise. So now that we get, I've given you a little bit of background on on how this tool works and what was presented in the Korean Kanimba case, that so we can go further into the analysis of of what was what's being presented to the world. It is very important to understand that that again, even Korean. Uh, specifies that Forbidden Stories, Amnesty International, and Citizen Lab were the ones that, that contacted her to have this forensics uh, done on her device. Now, in the report, uh, Amnesty International says that they have independently verified, they've had an independent verification of their methodology and, and their findings, and the Citizen Lab is that independent um, entity that has rigorously um, validated their their findings. Unfortunately, that is not the case. And I discovered this while I was doing my my Catalan Gate research that um, one of the researchers from Amnesty International was also employed by Citizen Lab, and this presents a really uh, interesting scenario. Well, when my Catalan Gate report came out and I, I, I showed the proof of this, it was dismissed and uh, the European Parliament asked the director of the Citizen Lab specifically about this issue, said, did this, um, you know, did, did uh, this, this person, um, and it's, it's, it's named, and, um, I just don't want to mess up the pronunciation of the name, um, and uh, is it did this person actually, you know, work on the uh, work on the Catalan Gate um, report? While uh, you know, also you know, did were they employed by Amnesty and Citizen Lab at the same time? And it was dismissed by the director of Citizen Lab, Ron Debert, saying no, he was not employed by both of us at the same time. He ended his employment at, at a specific date. Uh, I believe it was April 2000, you know, April 2021, and uh, so they, it does not follow with the timeline that this report was released, et cetera. And so, all right, the world is accepting it because, well, we we can't we can't validate that that's real, but if that's what he says, then that's what he says. 
But what it did offer for this specific case for, for the Kanimba case is that it did show that that researcher was in fact employed by Amnesty and Citizen Lab at the time that the Kanimba case was confirmed. This is so how this is impactful is telling the world that this was independently verified and uh, it, it is and 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 uh, and supported you know by by Citizen Lab it is false this is not how independent uh, in ver uh, you know verification validation works at all you, you cannot employ the same the same security engineer in, in both facilities cannot work for that for that it, it, there's there's a there's a bias there's conflict of interest there's ethical violations and uh, and I list all these things out and I think this is a very important to tell the people as well because not only is this a false this is a misrepresentation of an independent analysis that is stated inside of a document again given to a government entity saying we have independently had this analyzed these are the findings and that the support for our methodology is has been validated as well it's been peer reviewed it says but imagine it's this it's the same it's the same entity it's the the person requesting to be verified verifying the report is the one that's actually verifying the report i want this verified and okay it's verified it's self verification it, it it's it, it again this is just mind blowing to me that this is allowed to get out there so as we continue um, understanding more about the situation that we start to see now all right we have a false so let me give a recap of of the Kanimba case we have a false positive that has not been uh, told the world has not been told that a false positive result has been found on on the on Kanimba's phone it's not been told the world has not been told that the same security researcher working on this case um, is is working in both in both the, in the validation institute the, the institution reporting and the institution that is validating that's not been told, but yet has been told that it, that, that this is a sound um, verification. So this is just a little bit of a recap. We've also been told, uh, you know, by by the sworn statement of of Kanemba that that she was. She was contacted by Citizen Lab February of 2021, letting her know that they believe that her phone was infected. All right, so th this, uh, the other details are, are, you know, we can go back and listen to that. This is being recorded, but this is where we're at. So now let's jump forward. Uh, well, well, actually, let's let's stay let's let's go to let's stay to in the 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 um US House Intelligence Committee because this is a very telling um uh, point in in this in this case in the in the report that is published online for the US House Intelligence Committee there is a document that is presented by the Belgian government and that document specifically says that the uh, the mobile device of uh, Karine uh, Kanimba has been uh, forensically analyzed, and uh, it says that it's in this this cell phone is an iPhone X running uh, uh, 
iOS 14.6. And they said that based off of the forensic indicators that were presented to them by Amnesty International, the Belgian government did see, they did see these indicators of compromise that Amnesty said for them to look for. Well, of course, right? If you say, well, hey, I need you to look for these things. And uh, so they said, yes, we found them. But they said, although we found these indicators of compromise, we cannot attribute them to Pegasus. Right? They said, we can confirm that the indicators of compromise that Amnesty said are NSO Pegasus are there. Those are the words. Those are their words. We can, can we can confirm that these indicators Amnesty presented to us claiming their NSO are there. Yeah, okay. They found three of them at least. They found three indicators of compromise. And they said, although that we although we can't attribute the way that Amnesty has attributed, we're still going to send the results to uh, their other division, the government. Per their, per their national laws, and this is this is the document that that this is all in the document that they released. So, what I found very interesting was we have a device, we have a mobile device with an operating system fourteen point six, right? And we have Kanimba saying that her mobile device was said to be um, infected February of two thousand um, and. and well, uh, the, here's the funny part. iOS 14.6 had not been um, iOS 14.6 had not been released in February of 2021. iOS 14.6 was released in May of 2021. So what what are we analyzing, right? What is it that's that's going on here? And uh, Alberto, I think, uh, go ahead. You've got your you've got your hand yeah. up. I'm gonna let Alberto speak for a second so that I can take a drink. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Scott. Uh, no, uh, I haven't been able to speak since you uh, had me as a co-host. Uh, it is not a coincidence. It's not an accident. Um, uh, it's happening. I mean. People are using a lot of tools in order to avoid uh, certain messages being delivered. No, I don't know. Uh, in your case, you are trying to uh, <laughs> show the evidence of so many things to the world, and some people maybe don't want that information to be known. Lot of things here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just that, I'm glad because I was really frustrated that I couldn't do anything when you sent me a sack of notes, but the only that uh, I will let you continue, Jonathan. Uh, thank you for uh, giving me back the Yes, thank you, Alberto. Yeah, this is this has been a very interesting journey. I'll say that because um, you know when when you have information like this, of course that there's a lot of pushback and, and and we'll get into that here shortly but i want to get back to these these facts so we have a mobile device that was infected in february 
and is presented to the Belgian government as having an operating system that did not that was not released it was it, it there's there's it's impossible to have that up that uh, operating system at that time it, it just there's no way that it could have been on there and this is not a developer version right we, we would see this this is not a beta right this is this is an actual release at 14.6 on a mobile device that was infected in february of 2021 and if you look at my twitter thread there's 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 you know people that are, that are, that are supporting this this disclosure that have looked and found for themselves they're like what the document literally says 14.6 but how could this be possible if she gave a statement that this happened in february 2021 what are we analyzing and this is where it gets a little bit interesting and this is where we start getting very tangled in this in this mess so after after uh, the the US House Intelligence Committee uh, we start August 2nd of, of 2022 uh, there was a podcast that Kanemba was on it's a podcast that, uh, that Ron Debert of the Citizen Lab is it runs and I link all this in, in, in Twitter. I'm, you could have to go through my Twitter feed to see a lot of this. Um, a, a lot of things I'm talking about, it's, it's, it's quite a bit. Um, and, and of course, I, I'll release my full report um, as soon as, as I finish editing. Uh, it, shouldn't be, it, it will probably be, probably, probably be tomorrow, the final report. It, it's, uh, I can tell you. Uh, Make sure how yeah, so it'll probably be tomorrow. Um, but it's in it's titled "Uncovering Amnesty International and the Citizen Lab: An Analytical and Technical Review Disproving the Pegasus Infection of Kareen Kanimba." Um, so far, it's about forty-five pages, and it's all cited, and um, and and you know talks about these specific things that we're I'm disclosing right now. And then after this is done, we'll have a, we'll have a more we'll have another space maybe in Clubhouse, um, to speak about and, and ask questions about this, this review as well. But, um, so let's go back to, to this, this podcast that was, that was, um, that Kareen was on. Let me get to the, the specific so I can read off, um, the actual messages. So, um, so again, February of 2021, we've been infected, right? This is what we know. But now, uh, we, um, it, it, it's, it's being said that, uh, so when she was on the podcast, the, the host says, um, ha, okay, well, so February 2021, let me go back a little bit. Um, we know that, we know that Amnesty and, um, Amnesty and Forbidden Stories and Citizen Lamb contacted Kareen Kanemba. But in the podcast, and says, how did you learn that the NSO group's Pegasus spyware was on your phone? She says, for the first time, Amnesty International discovered Pegasus on my Belgian phone. I have two phones. I have a Belgian phone and an American phone. And then when I went to an Oslo Freedom Forum, Citizen Lab had a booth, and they were checking phones for spy. And they conducted some forensics phone on my phone. They discovered traces of Pegasus on my U.S. phone. And I'm thinking, 
<laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. So, you have a Belgian phone, and so and an American phone, and we didn't know about this because in her disclosure to the to the um, House Intelligence Committee, she states she, she had one phone. She told me there was one phone. Right. This is the first time the world is. This is the first time the world has ever heard about two phones. This is the first time the world has ever heard about her going to a a, a, a it's a convention. It's she a convention in Miami in in 2021, and allegedly, Citizen Lab had a booth and they were just checking everybody's phones for spyware. And when she she just saw that she happened to, she happened to see them. And then they just said, hey, let me run a, a, an analysis on your phone. And look, they found my U.S. phone was infected with Pegasus. And it's just like, wait a second. <laughs> okay, so let's assume. Let's assume that this is what's happened. She's had two phones. This Oslo Freedom Forum uh, happened in October of 2021. So this is where the dates and, and, and these inconsistencies start, start coming about. All right, so, so in in the U.S. House Intelligence Committee report, the thing that I noticed was the Belgian the Belgian report shows a serial number for one phone. Amnesty International, I'm excuse me, Citizen Lab report shows a serial number for a different phone. So there's two different serial numbers for one device at the time. And this is this is let's we'll stick to the facts because these are the facts of that the disclosure. This is in uh, you know this is um, the U.S. House Intelligence Committee. This is before the podcast ever came out. We only we have two we have two serial numbers for one phone. Then the podcast comes out and says, "Oh, I have two phones," and actually, uh, I was at a convention and they checked my phone and then they found it to be. Infected. Okay, let's put the let's put things together. One device, her Belgian phone, her Belgian phone, says says. So let me go back. It says, how did you learn that the NSO Pegasus spyware was on your phone? She says, the first time, Amnesty International discovered Pegasus on my Belgian phone. Okay, let's hold there. All right. So then we'll match that Belgian phone to the Belgian forensics report that's given to and this she said the first time well let's say that the first time is going to be february 2021 on her belgian phone which she's going to give to the belgian government to do an analysis we still have the issue that the phone that you that was infected with pegasus spyware in february of 2021 it's impossible that she would have had operating system version 14.6 on that Belgian phone. It's impossible. Now, if we look at it from another perspective, we'd say, well, okay, maybe she sent her U.S. phone to the Belgian government. And that just is where it gets really strange. Um, send my U.S. phone to the Belgian government. And send my Belgian phone to 
where 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 did that get sent to if that's worth the issue if that was the case it doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense at all this 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 story of having two phones and then having a phone checked at a conference a conference does not make sense it just they in either in any scenario you look at you still have the issue the, the operating version did, did not exist did not exist at the time and so these questions are are things that need to be addressed and 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 i think that these are 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 very valid questions because i just have to say nobody's asking them and why is it and and, and what if there was there was a there was a security engineer from the united kingdom who who posted a who posted a comment on on this disclosure and he said she could have updated her phone from february to the time to the time that the uh, to the time that the Belgian government did their analysis, and the the Belgian government's analysis was released in December of two thousand and twenty one. And I'm thinking, are you kidding? So now tampering with evidence, right? She could have updated her phone. So so, it, wait a second. That is that is is the most asinine thing that anyone could ever say. She could have updated her phone that was in, pe in, in that was infected with Pegasus, and then given that phone that was updated to be forensically analyzed, and then so here's the thing. Citizen Lab is is purporting that the Belgian government has found. Pegasus to be on her mobile device because they're saying we we have because they said well we found that the the indicators of compromise from the amnesty tools show that yes according to our tools and according to the way that we uh, present things yeah we found Pegasus on your device but as you remember I can find Pegasus on my device at any moment right now i can show you how to find pegasus on your own device at any moment and so they're taking this report as a validation from another government entity and this is where it, this is deceptive and there's a chain of custody that has, that comes into effect when it, when these kinds of incidents occur why would anyone be allowed to have their phone back in such a global issue, such as spyware, and be able to deal with it with any any way that they they want to deal with it, um, you know, I, I don't I don't understand, right? Um, it doesn't make sense. This is not how first works, and uh, I think that this is this is. This argument that's being made for 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 updating the devices is it's not valid. It should not even be an argument, and it and this is just something that is being thrown out to to you know dissuade the truth and 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 promote and promote the uh, the deception that's being presented to us. There's there's quite a bit more that that can be discussed about this specifically.
But the I want to shift a little bit into the Catalan Gate because it's important to note that this the same concerns and issues and information that I presented um, in the Catalan Gate are the same concerns and issues that are presented in Canimba's case. One of them particularly are are things that were that are are presented, such as the timelines of infection. We have gaps. We have these 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 wide ranges of showing infection, with with the words specifically saying sometime between this date and this date, sometime between this date and this date, and it's just this entire list of the words sometime between these dates you were infected. And this is not how forensics analysis works. And I want to make this very clear. Mobile forensics data analysis is an exact science. What this means is that the results that are that come from that data are 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 concrete. They are they are they are written in stone. These are the results, right? How the forming the way that the you know, putting together how those results were were um, present you know delivered is is the challenge right if if this result comes from um the way that it comes from the device if this result comes from the device you need to show how that result came from the device you have to show it because that result is that result that result is not variable that result is a static right you cannot you cannot manipulate that result that's come that, that came out. You have an exact result. Is the methodology is your methodology incorrect, and is that why you got that result? Because the result is going to stay the that result is not it's not up for interpretation. That is the result of that methodology. That's the result of that methodology. Your methodology is in question if you believe that it is it is incorrect or if you believe that it is correct then you need to prove that methodology that's what the exact science means right it's not it's not up for interpretation because you have performed that specific methodology in order to obtain that result but we don't know what that methodology is we don't know how they're actually coming up with these conclusions and saying sometimes between in, in one case specifically in the Catalan Gate was over a year span. They said sometime between 13 months, you were infected. Now let me put this into perspective. If you're trying to make a case against someone that has um, uh, abused you, and this is an abuse, right? This is spying. This is an abuse. If you're trying to make that case and you're going to make a report... And the, and you're asked to give information about this report. When were you abused? And you tell the the enforcement officer, well, I was abused sometime within the last 13 months, and I don't have the proof of it. I mean, this this entity says that I was 
abused and but I want to file a complaint and I want to sue them for the abuse that happened sometime in these 13 months. It just doesn't make sense. How how is it? How are you if someone is going to try to take action against NSO group or against another entity that's spying on them but you don't know when it occurred and you have a time frame that's 13 months the same with kanimba you've got time frames that are just absurd with no attribution it's just a list of times and this is what we're presented with and the world is saying yeah i believe it, it yep no there it's citizen lab citizen lab is there's god the stars and citizen lab as i said before that's that's what the world is presented with my gosh why are we not doing more investigations? Why are we not asking more questions? Every single person that is being accused of being infected with Pegasus spyware has these same wild and broad assumptions that are never backed by any evidence at all. There is never any evidence. And I can go further. People will say, well, ask the question. The most the most, let's call it famous case of Pegasus spyware being um, detected was in the case of the forced entry. And this name forced entry came from Citizen Lab. And, and it is this zero click, which means all the attacker has to do is send a message to your, your phone and that's it. You're infected. You don't have to click on anything. You, don't, you wouldn't even know it happened. They said, yep, we found this to be NSO Pegasus spyware. And I asked a question to the information security community. And I said, has anyone independently verified that this is Pegasus spyware? And of course, the, the lash outs and the, and the pushback where they sent, I was sent articles that pointed straight back to Citizen Lab. And they said, well, well Apple confirmed this and Google did a write-up about it. Google never confirmed it was Pegasus spyware. Google specifically said, we're, we can, we've confirmed that what Citizen Lab says is Pegasus spyware. Well, we found this vulnerability, but we can't confirm it's Pegasus spyware. Just as the Belgian government says, well, we can confirm what you're saying is there, but we can't figure out who has done it like you're saying that you have figured that out. Now, the forced entry exploit was real. Yes, absolutely. But who did it is the question. Was it the Americans? Maybe. Was it NSO? Maybe. Was it... Quadream, maybe. Who was it? But everything's NSO to Amnesty and, 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 uh, and uh, Citizen Lab. And ever since my disclosures have been coming out, they've now moved on from Pegasus spyware to, you know what, Predator. Since Pegasus is kind of, it's going to be debunked, we're going to move on to Predator. But Predator is being identified the exact same way that Pegasus is being identified through the MVT tool.
and have already proved out the false positives with Predator and it's in my, in my Twitter thread as well. So the question is, what are we doing here? What's the point? Like, what, why are we continually saying that people are infected with something when there's false positive results coming back and, and that is not being shared with the world? I mean, there's results that are considered as indicators of compromise that's a graph. It's a paragraph of an indicator of compromise that says nothing about the indicator of compromise. And so statistically, when we have more unprovable results than we have anything that can actually be proven, the claim fails. It absolutely fails. And we're not given samples. We're not given methodology on how they obtained this information. And this is what I, I'm, I'm going to present to, the, to, to everyone in, in this final report, showing every single one of these, these attributions that are being made, say, saying that this is an absolute indicator of compromise, they have no they have they have no rationale behind them they have no methodology behind them it does not show how they were obtained and in fact we can see that one of their methods is is false i mean, one, sorry one of the indicators of compromise is false so it's just a i wanted to i wanted to, to talk about this to, to give people an overall um information about, about what's happening What's the state of the uh, of, of the spyware investigation that are happening in the world? And then um, I'll open it up for some question and go for another probably 15 minutes if anyone has any questions about this. And uh, thank you all for listening. So feel free to raise your hand and, uh, and I'll bring you up or Alberto will bring you up if you have any questions. Uh, sure that I'm, yes uh, no um, just I would like to say um, not regarding your uh, reports your research regarding the issues that you mentioned the why people should question uh, certain things in computer forensics for example okay uh, change of custody contamination of the evidence okay with those things uh, happening Okay, whatever result comes from any forensic, computer forensic research regarding anything, the results are completely uh, mean nothing. And okay, if they cannot uh, warranty those things, you you cannot expect to 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 to, to make people believe that the results are actually what they say they are. It's completely illogical. So yeah. People should question that, should be able to have answers. And of course, they're not getting answers. And in these cases, uh, they don't want to answer and they won't answer. They try other times to, to move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. The chain of custody is, is, is paramount. Show the chain of custody. Did you give the mobile device back to Kanimba, and did she update the operating system? If so, why are you analyzing that device? Why? Yep, absolutely. You have to answer those questions. It's not about uh, your research. It's 
doing follow following the procedure in order to guarantee that the results are actually something that are reflecting uh, what you are trying to to what your you you said in this case. Uh, so uh, yeah, they should have, it's completely unprofessional and ethical to release uh, a statement saying that certain things are a hundred percent proof in things where they haven't followed the procedures in order to do that. It's literally something for me it makes no sense in not in this case, in any case, but um just if, if you let me Jonathan express just a couple one minute. Uh, yes, in this profession I know what it is to try to bring up some topic that is really, really critical for people to really know what's going on. Certain information must be known for the people because it affects all of us. And the most vulnerable ones that are not even able to protect themselves, they cannot do nothing. It's us that should bring up these topics in order to protect them and expose things that are not being done in, in a proper way. And yeah, should be observed, corrected. And yes, we should change those things. And unfortunately, it takes a lot of courage to do this because if you do this, like Jonathan is doing, like I have done, I am doing right now, uh, you will be uh, paying a big price for that because uh, you will not just go and speak, you will be affect, being affected in your family, in your life, in your career, in your profession. Uh, you will have a, to, to be aware that the price you will have to pay will be very huge. So it, it's something that unfortunately takes a lot of courage, but it must be done for me. There's no other way of acting. So thank you any other Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Alberto for that. Yeah, it this is again this this is you know, I don't do this for fame, I don't do this for, for clout. I don't do this just for, I want to let you know, I, I don't get paid from YouTube for my videos. I, I don't, I don't get paid for any of this that I do. This is, this is, this is not a media ploy for, for fame and fortune. And this is, this is not, I can prove that I don't get paid by anyone to do any of this. And, and, uh, but this is the narrative that the other side says, right? The, well, he's getting paid and he's, you know, well, no. Uh, can prove it you know he's getting paid for his subscribers on youtube N no i'm not I, I really literally am not i don't even have enough hours watched on my videos to even up, up even qualify to get paid on youtube you know this is this is it's absurd that you're gonna find every single thing you know to to discredit what i'm saying and and and, and, and but this is expected right so but yes uh manzi um yeah, thanks for for joining and and, and you know go ahead and uh, you know feel free to speak. Uh, thank you so much for your outstanding presentation and um, <clears throat> educational. Um, I find very troubling to trust what uh, an international entity such as Amnesty, which uh, actually uh, you always finds tools to penalize some of the uh a developing country using the so-called international status um so uh, given that uh I, following your presentation i find this is kind of um 
politically motivated actions that they did against Rwanda. And now, given that uh, this is uh, basically uh, anyone who has a, a simple knowledge of um, basically the terms that you are using, like iOS and uh, updating iOS and 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 uh, all those things that uh, uh, technicals you were talking about, uh, could literally find that, um, that there is a, a breach of protocols that they they should have uh, followed. Uh, even the fact that um, the tool they use can be easily manipulated, and uh, this since. Uh, this test was not even done. I don't know if the Rwandan government was presented, uh, but if it was not, <laughs> how uh, would Amnesty be uh, trusted that it was working on the interest of uh, unbiased uh, report? Uh, so if so, uh, how can we now uh, trust anything that Amnesty is 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 saying. Uh, how do you think will be easily um, trusted if they ever report on anything? Given that they are all over the place reporting some of the cases that are leading to attention, but at some some other uh, points, uh, they do uh, such kind of mistakes that you mentioned in their report. Yeah, I, I thank you for 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 speaking. I appreciate it. And and you're right. We 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 can't trust that that Amnesty is has the best interest for for a specific group um, at, at this point. I you know it's uh, it's of my opinion that that there there needs to be an investigation into these entities, you know, Amnesty and and, and Citizen Lab, um, for um, you know for falsely representing results to the world and accusing nations of uh, of things that that they have not done and and bringing you know it it is uh, it it's exploiting human rights abuses for whatever that personal gain may be and i'll give you an example even even on uh, um may of uh sorry april of of this year uh, a U.S. senator specifically said, uh, Senator Rick Scott said, Amnesty International has proven itself itself to be a sham of human rights organization that perpetuates anti-Semitic propaganda and refuses to hold the world's dangerous and genocidal regimes accountable like communist China, Iran, Russia, and Venezuela. And U.S. tax dollars should not fund Amnesty International. That's what the U.S. senator has even said it's just should u.s tax dollars should not fund amnesty international and it's a formal formal press release by uh senator rick scott so people are seeing what's happening right but but yet it, it, it's these these conversations these discussions these 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 articles um white papers like i'm going to release have to be sent to these government so that they can see wait a second what about this guy? What did this? Th well, he's a fraud. Well, Jonathan Scott, he's a fraud. Why? Well, well, because everyone says so. And he's talked bad about people, and and he's you know, he cursed at them or something. Or, 
Okay. Um, and he got kicked out of his PhD uh, university because he wrote something against what we like. So don't want me to look at his work because he hurts your feelings. It, that's what's actually happening online. You don't want me to look at his, what he has to say because he's a fraud, because he hurts your feelings. No, every government should look at the work that I release and others release. Now, let me give you one more thing. Before I ever released my Catalan report, there was another doctor, a, a PhD computer scientist, that uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Nadim, and you'll see him in, in my, my timeline, he specifically spoke out against Citizen Lab's report and said it's nonsense. He says... I can prove, and he wrote it in on, on his on, in his Twitter timeline too. He said, "I can prove that 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 all of this can be falsified. It's it, it, it's it's like I can I can create my own infection scenario." And he showed it. He created his own his own infection scenario. And this was 2021 before I even published my Catalan Gate report. And. And he spe he he speaks out against the nonsense that's being released, but yet the Citizen Lab you know, supporters and and proponents are are dismissed him and saying no. Another PhD computer scientist from Turkey wrote a white paper, and I had a and I cite the white paper inside of my Catalan Gate report, and he says. He he proves everything out. It's a very detailed white paper, and he proves everything out, saying everything that Citizen Lab has said is false. Here's the proof. And it was buried and dismissed. I mean, there's so many more people, computer scientists, PhD scientists, 100 professors, 100 professors from around the world, Yale University, prestigious Spanish universities, I mean, sent a letter to the, the University of Toronto demanding information on the methodology that Citizen Lab is using to confirm these spyware infections. What they're doing is causing conflicts all around the world with no professors, scientists, and three times they were denied. You can see this in my feed. You can see this on Dr. Jose Oliva's feed. Dr. Jose Olivas is a political scientist from the, school, uh, the London School of, uh, of Economics who has been, has been following all of this, this uh, you know, controversy and corruption and uh, you know, that this stems around amnesty and XML and Citizen Lab and, and, and all, of these, all of these other organizations. He's been, he, there's a thread that's about 500 tweets long and he and he and he 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 uh, released his own report on ResearchGate showing the inconsistencies and inability to confirm the methodology and this is Dr. Jose Olivas you can read his report and then you can follow his tweets just like just like I'm doing so I release my report and I re release tweets I'll release a report and then release tweets and, and have these conversations and you follow Dr. Uh, Jose Olivas because you can see the facts that he presents. These are these these facts are, are are able for everyone to verify, and and it's it's astounding to see that that we are still 
that the United States government, the European Parliament, are still saying, yeah, time to sanction. It's time to sanction. So, all right. Yes, Alberto, go ahead. Uh, the answer, uh, sorry, Nancy, the question. How to test, okay? Uh, no. Uh, once a, an organization, an individual, shows that his integrity, uh, oh, Alice here, very interesting, his integrity, his values, he's behaving in a way that is completely uh, questionable, okay? You No, you cannot gain that trust back. Uh, that's our that you cannot recover. I have been sent to prison for something that they want to tell me. In this year, I was finally in criminal case closer. I don't have any criminal charges, any criminal records. I'm completely uh, without any kind of uh, crime in my history. But, okay, they challenged me. I had to pay that price. And Jonathan, okay, I was going to buy a t-shirt, Jonathan uh, Scott is a fraud, because why? Because everybody's right. You know what, that's funny. I posted uh, months ago something of Jonathan Twitter, and okay, 20 people respond uh, attacking that tweet that had a link in order to verify what it was posted then. And I look at the uh, analytics, and it only had one click, and 20 people saying that it was all... Uh, lie, the, okay, and only one click, and I said, funny, and I said, and by the way, that one click was me that was trying to verify that the link was working, so nobody, nobody clicking that, so come on, verif you have the information out there, please, uh, don't trust uh, uh, Jonathan, don't trust anybody, do your own research, be responsible as an infosec professional, that's very important, by the way, Jonathan, you so man, Ali works in international conflicts. Uh, no, sorry, this, I don't know if this is the place and we have the time, and maybe she's not in context, but all the things that you are an expert in, um, maybe a person like her can actually put in context all those elements that you you are do not understand that are probably things that uh, give more uh, elements in order to understand all this whole uh, behavior and yes and um, i told you uh, jonathan first try to destroy the source of information destroy the credibility of the source of information second try to minimize it third start talking about that that i told you jonathan. Uh, yeah absolutely you did you did we, we've had we've had many many personal conversations private about this and and it's been emotional too right like i i remember um you know, Alberto calling me and, and when I got my first death threat and, uh, it was pretty bad. I mean, it, it was, it was graphic. It was, it, I remember, I remember it was, I got very, very emotional and Alberto was there, you know, to come comfort me and my wife. And, and, and it was, it, it, it's, it's not an easy road to go down, but I look at it this way that imagine all the people that are living every day, believing that they're that they have been violated. And I can't imagine what the, the, the psyche is like, thinking that you're living every single day, thinking that somebody's looking at everything you're texting, thinking that somebody is every picture you take, thinking that somebody's turning on your camera and watching you being intimate with your partner when these things are lies. That, it, that you cannot prove that this is happening 
You cannot prove it, and there is no proof that this is happening. And and this is this is troubling, right? This is very troubling, and and so this one of the reasons why I do this is, and I I am very you know, open about it is these people are suffering, but you're looking at targeting a company, but you're not talking about the people that are suffering. You're you're talking about oh. Well, this is a horrible situation for Kanimba, and uh, you know she feels like she can't sleep. And, and yes, this is what I'm talking about. She feels that way, absolutely. But then the facts start coming around quick. Well, where is this true? But imagine all the other people that are that are they are told that they have a Pegasus spyware infection, and they don't have a chance to voice it or they don't ever voice it. They're just told they're never they're in my Catalan gate report, over 50% of the people that were said to be infected had zero dates of compromise and they had zero indicators of compromise. They were literally just told they were infected They They were not provided with any information. None out of f- over 50%. We're not provided with any information, and the world just accepted it. And those people just accepted it. And I can't imagine what that's like to just accept it. Even if you wanted to take action against the NSO group, you could not because you had nothing to take action against at all. Yes, thank you. Go ahead, Manzi. Uh, thank you again. Um, yeah, not only that, uh, those people who are told uh, that the uh, phone is inf- infected, but you mentioned also the um, U.S. Intelligence, House Intelligence Committee to uh, uh, propose to sanction Rwanda, and that is not only <laughs> when you talk about Rwanda, you're thinking, uh, not one person, but 12 million plus people. Uh, and that is not a uh, cool to something that you <laughs> you you haven't uh, yourself verified. Uh, and uh, also, I wanted to ask you. You mentioned about your uh, uh, Git um, repository. Uh, could do, do you have anywhere someone can find the link of your your Git um, repository? Yes. Uh, in so at, at the in my profile. Uh, um, at the top of the the in yeah in my profile on Twitter at the at the banner on the top it it shows you the the um it's in red the, the URL is in red yep much much appreciated man continue yes, no problem and uh, I hope that uh, your voice will be heard and um uh, I I'm not against that um Karin uh, Kanimba but um, as you mentioned. <laughs> the fact that uh, someone says that he was attacked, even if it is true, and you cannot uh, pinpoint who sent the attack, but you, you just because you have someone you dreamed like the other night, and you, you press charges, or you you just point a finger at them, uh, someone uh, something is not quite right, and um, it, it shouldn't be done. If it was uh, done on a, rep- or a European country or Americas, uh, if right now the world of fire, trying to find who right what, and as the answers could have been uh, given. But the fact that it's uh, 
Rwanda and uh, or any other developing country, uh, of course, uh, uh, someone will be able to speak with uh, uh, assurance that nothing can happen to them, and they just uh, expect to 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 uh, to say. Um, again, I'm not against this woman, um, but I think. Uh, there should be a proper way of diagnosing diagnosing their uh, devices and uh, bring uh, the artifacts uh, to to uh, to eliminate uh, mis, uh, information uh, information or, or informing uh, the public uh, about uh, reports. Thank you again um, for your presentation. Thank you so much for for speaking. I really appreciate it. Hello, sorry. I'm so happy you're here. You've finally been able to uh, be here and speak to, to Jonathan. How are you, sorry? I guess she can't, she can't hear right now. Okay. No, I, I can hear. Oh, okay. All right. Good to speak to you again. Good to hear your voice again. Yeah, he was, well, uh, I wonder um, how you've been. I, I, I never see you around. I, I, don't, I imagine you're just not really <laughs> wasting all your time on Twitter spaces, which I definitely am. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been very rich and I've taken, taken a little time from, from, from public speaking so that I can make sure that I have all the, the, the facts available to to speak on and um but yeah I, I've, I've taken a little time off the public speaking and you know hope to get back into it after this next disclosure yeah no i don't um that sounds ominous like I, i'm a little disappointed um is that gonna be the same thing for real like what are you talking about your next disclosure oh yeah so so the so well no, the, the next you know, uh, full full report right so you know i'll give I'll give uh, essentially like a, a brief, um, you know, within the, the blog post that I, so I, I, repo I posted a blog post uh, kind of giving a brief about, about the situation. And then, um, you know, hopefully tomorrow I'll be releasing the, the full So uh, the I don't full read report. your blog because there's a lot of shit. Like what I'm going to guess is this. If, I, if I'm wrong about what it is by just guessing, um, somebody says that you are at, and you're like, nah, I'm Y, and here's some Z about why I'm Y and not X, and they're like, well, here's this A about Y, and it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, and absolutely. You're bored, yeah. Right? yeah, you're bored. <laughs> no, I yeah. get it. Yeah, no, I, the, I understand. I mean, the, ha the hacker yeah. community, you know, today. Like, yeah, they exactly. All each other paranoid. And I don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, this I, is I'm a tough one. What you and I like hate you and talk about, but no, I, I like it's that's what everyone oh, no. says, you know about everyone. No, no, I don't actually hear that about you at all. No, we had we had right. a very product. We had a, we had a very very you know productive. Uh, last time I remember it was it was amazing. Like we had a great productive conversation and it was it was awesome. I mean, no, I've I've not heard that's... anything negative about you at all, <laughs> at all. Yeah. See, I I, I I'm often abrasive as fuck in these things these um these twitter spaces because um it's a mistake is is the because but the the b behind of it is you know we all have to 
you can't tell someone in infosec well don't be paranoid it's like what like <laughs> like don't do your job <laughs> you know i have no ideas on how sure. to do this shit sure yeah that that's that's a tough one i i think that presenting people with information for them to be able to you know, go and see the results for themselves is is important and that's that is the biggest um, thing that I'm trying to to do, uh, in in all of this, you know, provide some. And, and it was it was amazing because, um, even just in, in my Twitter thread, um, you know, it was someone actually did their own due diligence and and I retweeted them. They they saw that they saw a document that was that was posted publicly and they did their own research and they said, well, yeah, this. Is, it's not possible for this to have happened because of X, Y, Z. I mean, they, they did this research on their own. I, they they wanted to verify what I was saying. They they did that on their own. It's interesting that 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 um, some people they choose not to to do that. But I'm glad that there are those that that uh, do take the time. Yeah. Twitter can be as not often, but you do this. I'm seeing it, it can be used as an image board instead of text like why and i i just i don't really think of twitter that way like what i do think of instagram is 4chan like i but for whatever reason i just haven't thought of twitter that way is there a reason that i'm just not thinking of that is that is a good reason to to you know post images of textual information that's unsourced sure yeah, so, so I I post I post my research on uh, ResearchGate, right? So people can you know people that are not on Twitter can go in and and uh, and read read and and you know the, the, many people don't uh, on the, I've, many people have messaged me they they don't have Twitter they they've never seen anything that I've posted on there they don't care to do that they want to see the research you know in a formal report that's my goal is to make sure so, like, that's not like a, a series of pngs is not a formal report oh, is it? oh uh but no 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 it's quite the opposite um yeah, yeah so ResearchGate is not i actually don't have any so, so even my, my my last disclosure is 60 pages and it, there's there's no pngs in it at all it's 60 pages of cited uh cited text yeah there's Would there's no PNG. that like it's you have absolutely to like i like i'm like i, I I don't. I have very little energy left at this point in the world. I love for you know the community I'm supposed to be part of, and for uh, even for pillars of, like sure. Like, it's hard to weed through. Like if you, if what you're like primarily engaged in right now, like it, which seems to be, um, you know, with all uh, with uh, what how do I say this? Take this the right way, but with no feigned respect, like it. it seems under like back and forth drama piece like when you've got reports that like it, it, how do you what i don't i don't have the time nobody does right to be looking through like tweet after tweet on that kind of shit because i don't know if you're like if you're full of shit or not and i, I would like to know you, you see why it's tough right because no, i'm sorry i don't i don't see why it's tough because i just retweeted like, I just retweeted my, my, my report. Retweeted my report. So it, then, yeah. then it's not that tough. Let me just read the report. 
Yeah, it's it. The report's there. And there's no. You don't have to be on Twitter at all to read it. It's sixty pages of cited text, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's, I, it's it's not tough. You don't have to be, ever be on Twitter or know me, but I can that appreciate might be your what opinion. I don't have like putting yeah. maybe getting away from Twitter. It might be the answer. You know, like just having a might setting up an actual just aggregate like that is in Twitter. <laughs> that might be it. Um, where, Absolutely. Where is it? You retweeted it. Or... Yeah, it should it should be on my timeline to retweet it, and it's thank you so much. Okay, I'll, no problem. I'll just, I'll just um, kind of I'll just hang out here while I'm, I'm reading through it. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Um. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um. It seems like there's uh no one else that's you know wanting to to speak right now. Um. So I I I want to you know thank everybody for for um okay someone's requested one second so we'll just go for, we'll just go for another another 10 minutes or so but um i'll bring you up and uh fabrice um uh thank you for for coming up and um i'll give you the opportunity to speak thank you Fabrice, you can go ahead and, and, and speak if you can hear. Yes. Can you can you listen to us? Okay. Maybe you can't hear. Uh, no, Jonathan, if you don't mind, uh, I can make this uh, this audio file available within an hour. Um, yes. Absolutely. Sorry, I will do it that, that, <laughs> so people can access to the link to the, to the, to the audio file directly because it's not very nice to hear it directly from Twitter. Yeah. 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 Cool doc. Like um, it, it is. But come on, it's not um, it's not sourced. There's a bunch of like it's not necessarily anything wrong with fashioning your work so that it reads you know like most most people don't have all day to to just like sit at home and like hack their computers you know like they they need things to be put in like um, a format that they can understand like i don't i don't know that there's something wrong with that but you have to see that that's not a source document I'm sorry. I'm. So, um, I think I'm confused. Here. Are we still talking about Twitter? Twitter posts. The the thing you call a, a sourced document, that, uh -huh. yep. and you keep referring to it as sixty pages. Like, yes. Like you, you that might be great branding, but but I don't. I, I'm not seeing any anything in this that is actually more than conjecture on how spyware that you can't really prove this might propagate is there like I, I don't see anything in it aside from that okay um i think i think it's probably uh give you some more time to go through it and uh, there's there's 44 references citations there's 44 citations in there um i, I mean i, I, I be quite candid it seems as though um we need some time to review it and hopefully that's a fair statement 
um, before we spend time uh, going through it. Let me take another look. Yeah. yeah. Hey, feel free to, to message me with your questions because I'm not sure this is quite the forum for uh, for for this right now. Um, um, in that case, um, yeah, uh, they're not. Um, are you, do you want to really say that there are 44 citations? It, it's yeah, that's actually what's on there. That's that's actually the number in on ResearchGate. It, they, it's a they number, actually... but you also said it's 60 pages. Should we start there? Because like like they are so analogous that you like. I mean, that's the, that's the number of pages. It's the number of pages in what? Like it, and the report. What renderer? Like if I put it in a in a <laughs> like a gecko, it's gonna render that. Like you you know, <clears throat> it's, it's it's just difficult for people. I'm I'm telling you what's happening that that I'm seeing happening around. People don't know whether. There's a, like I, like I'm trying to say, there's nothing wrong with formatting your work in a way that is, you know, like bite size. Like that's not what I meant. Digestible. Like that. That is no. I meant accessible. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But it, you know, since we live in this this field where we all have to have a a level of paranoia that's higher than you know really any of us got instructions on and and it has to be regulated then when we see something like your 60 page document here that looks like a, you know it's mostly image board it, it's it's very difficult to take that and and not immediately just say yeah this must be like not good and i by not good there you, i think you know what i mean but i owe you way more than that to, to like with other people listening um I mean, it like in trying to figure out is this something that I should um, take as serious info security hackery, like something that that is something like um, something that you can. See, for example, so if you have paranoia, you are completely like, you know, that's not and something very sad to happen. Somebody was something receiving uh, messages. Uh, yes, using obviously another account as a way of sending that. At one point, that person made a mistake, and a person unfortunately sent that from where she shouldn't have sent the, the message and could be traced. Uh, yeah, and it's very, yeah, violent paranoid people out there to destroy everybody. It's crazy. It's very sad that it's happening. Uh, no, I'm talking about the paranoia we have that, that is necessary. For, oh. Like, like it's a weird concept, you know, to like because it doesn't make sense. That's a, it, I don't know how to point at it otherwise, because it's infosec. Like, we're we're gonna look to like our family and loved ones, like we're out of our goddamn mind because of the patterns. Let's say you're a, let's say you're a, a doctor. Or a nurse, and and you have a. Um, let's say you're a doctor or a nurse. Yeah. You have a child. You're, you're like you're probably going to bring them to, even though you know this is the wrong thing to do. You're going to bring them to the hospital for like every cough, because you've seen what can go wrong. That's something analogous almost.
Yeah, um, yeah I think I think I'm not not following. Um, and I'm, try, I'm trying to to understand what, but um. I okay, well then, question one: can... Why do you, why are you posting things in image border format on Twitter? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what what an that image border means. is when you post text in an image, mm-hmm. like and you're not, like instead like 4chan or image uh, uh, what what is it called? In, in, like I'm these are these sure. are not yeah like that's um, not how Twitter works. It, it's it's a way to have your tweets be a subject to link fraud so you don't have to stand by them for more than like two years and and also it's probably easier to just straight up take them back and we're gonna like people see that possibility i promise i'm i'm telling you this for i want i want you to have an opportunity for benefit of doubt because these are not dumb people I'm. I think I'm still not following. Like, cause I, I actually have a. You, um, that's not the only. So, so putting images and text in Twitter is just su- supporting the actual release of like text, full text that I that I release. So, I'm gonna. I'm actually retweet another. Uh, you know cool. the actual publication. The, the, the thing that you did retweet it was full of screen grabs of Christina. Uh, no, no, it, it was it was not. Uh, but, okay. The medium article. Me, the medium article screen grab. Okay, okay. Um, did you see? I think, are you looking at the Catline Gate report? Is that the report that you're looking at? This is not a medium article. It's a sixty-page report. Um, I think you're looking at maybe something different. I'm it, looking at a are you on research unquote, 60 page are you on that research like, gate? better formatted are you on research gate am I on research gate you're asking me if I'm looking at it at research gate does it yes. not occur in simultaneum on medium.com no, no no it does not no it does not it's it this are never, you sure about this I've never published my Catalan gate report on medium I'm 100% I only published it in one place I only published it in ResearchGate. That's the only place it has ever been, and it has uh, like twelve thousand reads, fourteen thousand reads. I've never published it anywhere else. I'm sorry, twelve fourteen. Four, it's got fourteen thousand reads on so ResearchGate. Could you put the link to it's, the exact thing that you're talking it's about? It's there. It's right in my profile. It's right below. It's the tweet right below my pinned tweet. It's right below. It has two hundred and six retweets 268 likes all right yes that's the proper one so um i'll give you time to go through that but uh yeah so i appreciate this uh everyone um joining and uh hopefully we can have more discussion i'm sorry what i'm seeing is still um like there there is a it's it is on medium and then and then and then the link to our space here. I've never posted this on Medium. I don't. I'm not sure. What you're you about. can't possibly be talking about your beef with some person because what? I made it very clear that I didn't want to care about that. I'm like, sorry. I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm. I've never posted my my Catalan Gate report on any other place but researchgate.net that's that is a fact right so you know like what you what you've tried to do here is um, mislead everyone by by putting it at the top and in the nest 
something I, to you on Medium, um, which is also posted elsewhere in a less like formatted, uh, but it's still the same content um, way. Um, so you, you, that's what you it, put in the topic. Yeah. I told you immediately that but, but, I didn't want. But, like, I wasn't interested in like somebody discrediting you and you're going to discredit them and they're going to do it to you. I'm that sorry. This, this seems like very, very unproductive uh, at the, no, this moment. No, totally. Right. I mean, you can like be quieter and talk like this, but nobody's buying it because I really just want to talk and communicate with you. I okay. won't be hysterical because I don't have enough of a soul or whatever left to like care that much. I just want to see something that's not image board formatted. Yes. That means it's text straight up at its source. Yes, that's on researchgate.net. You can see it in my retweet. It's 60 pages with 44 citations. So, um, all right. Thank you for everyone joining, and uh, hopefully we'll have another a productive conversation and uh, I appreciate all y'all's time. Have a good evening.